0: Jordan and Jake, powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care your way. This week on Jordan and Jake.
1: I never thought that after a loss we should learn from it, flush it, and try to move on. No one has ever said something like that.
2: How can Arizona jump offside so much when there's there's no
0: crowd noise? Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome.
1: Well, Jake, here we are. Week. What is this, Jake? Week. Week eleven. Week eleven, right? In the NFL. Yes. I think it's week. Is that right? Week eleven. It always gets so when the teams when you look at records and teams have different number of yes. games played because by week, I'm easily confused, as you know, Jake. So yeah, this is week eleven. Panthers are three and seven. You wanna just get right you wanna get the Bucks game out of the way, because we probably should discuss it briefly. It was a mess. Let's get it out of the way. You okay with that? And then we'll move on to like fun, happy yes Okay. okay. Bucks. So... Bucks. Bucks. 46. Panthers. 23. I'm just going to put my head in my hands and you talk for about the next five minutes. Okay. Go. Okay. Well, I had two
2: words for you. <laughs> that's kind of that's all I was going to go with. You know, Jordan, I loved we were in it. We were there. And in the third quarter, we pinned them back. And, you know, as an offense, all you need is somebody not to be in their gap whenever it's this short yardage type of direct run on the goal line. And that's something that comes, you know, I don't know how much New England – material tom brady has brought with him to tampa but that was something when i was in cleveland which was eric mangini which comes from the belichick tree anytime you're backed up inside the two three yard line you want to go on two because if you get an off penalty it's half the distance it's really kind of insignificant you always want to get a free five and you want to have a direct run you don't want to toss or you don't want to A gap scheme or or a puller you want a direct run at the defense to try to crease it if possible or you want some type of moot play action pass that suck up the linebackers and get something really quick well sure enough they went with a direct run and it was directly 98 yards into the end zone and that was just a complete backbreaker and just kind of second half got away from us penalties it just got ugly and um you know sometimes you have to flush those games learn from it flush it and try to get back on track. And so I don't know if you have your uh head still on your hands, but that's all I got for you for
1: that game. Well learn you know what this is, this is why I love you, Jake, because I never thought that after a loss we should learn from it, flush it, and try to move on. No one has ever said something like that after a tough <laughs> loss. That's that's it. I'm gonna call Matt Rule right now. Matt, it's me, Jordan. Hey, all, listen, we got it. All you gotta do, you gotta learn from it. Okay, write this down. Learn from it. <laughs> flush it and then move on. Oh, we've been flushing it, Jake, for a bunch of weeks in a row. We gotta quit flushing it. We need to have something we produce that we're proud to save. 98-yard run though, okay? I I don't think I was ever part of a 98-yard run. We've had some long runs. I can think of a couple D'Angelo had and one in Arizona. Um, some long runs. That is a dream come true for an offensive lineman, Jake, to hit a 98-yard run. Because anytime you're in your own end zone, what's the Number one thing an offensive lineman is thinking. Do not get a holding call. Okay. Yeah. Worse than that though, Jake. Give up a sack. Don't I mean give sack, up a sack fumble. Sack fumble. Yeah, I mean recovered for the worst case scenario would be I give you ever done give that? up a sack fumble. My guy, uh my guy scores a touch my guy beats me for a sack, gets a fumble, and scores a touchdown all in one play. That's so the that's worst the, case scenario. So, so the exact the opposite try. of that is yes. 98 yard <laughs> 98 yard run. And yes, at New York, sometime in history, we played, Matt Moore was our quarterback. I was going up against OCU Menorah, fantastic pass rusher. He beats me in the end zone for a sack fumble, okay? I pick up the ball out of the end zone, run it to like the two yard line and get blown up by the defense. And here's how dumb half of my buddies are. I got all kinds of texts that it was so sweet seeing me run with the ball after that game, Jake. <laughs> oh, <laughs> when did so, you, I was like, did you not see the 30 seconds immediately preceding that when I got beat for a sack fumble? So the worst you, case scenario, almost.
2: <laughs> you just missed out. On the
1: trifecta
2: of the trifecta,
1: the trifecta.
2: You had had the exacta, which is first and second. So you had you got beat, gave up the fumble, but then you got the win because you recovered it, brought it out the end zone.
1: Yep. And you know what it looks like when an O lineman's running with the ball, Jake. It's it's not pretty. It's full utilitarian. I'm like a military vehicle carrying a load of troops. It's like built for that perp. Just I'm just moving that football out of the end zone. That's my whole point in life right at that moment. I got it done, though. It, I was, you got it done. You know what?
2: what? And that's, I was watching. I'm, need to
1: pull, I need to find
2: footage. I need to find footage of this because I'm it's not out was there. I there? If, if Matt was there,
1: no. it was either. It was probably the year after I went to Cleveland. So I need to find I think it was. I was mad at you. I was probably mad at you, Wall, because Matt Moore, for sure, even though he's a good buddy, I'm going to blame it on the quarterback like usual. He was probably too deep. That's what happened. Right. Okay. Not my fault. I get right. It. exactly. So I was cussing right. you as a Ram. I remember watching Orlando Pace, though, who I really admired when he was a uh, Ram. He gave up a sack fumble in the end zone to a guy in the playoffs one time. And I just brought me so much joy. I was like, if the Hall of Famers <laughs> could do it, that makes me feel better about what happened in New York. But no, anyways, I, can, I can attest to that. I can see that because, I mean, I
2: had that playoff game against Arizona where what? five picks and a fumble. And I remember, I was like, you know what? I remember watching Brett Favre throw six picks in a playoff game. So, I mean,
1: look, Mm -hmm. I mean, anybody can do it. You just, you know, be proud
2: of it and do it.
1: Yep. Famous John quote, Presser. We had a bad day to have a bad day. That was like the worst news. That was, I mean, he was right, but people did not like that explanation Mm -hmm. because you know what he didn't say, Jake, he didn't say, learn from it flush it and move flush on it. that's that's the problem All right, all right we're done with the bucks all right and tom but do you ever play. truly
2: do, do you ever truly learn from it and flush it and move on that's
1: the real question well the problem is in football it's not like it's math so like in math oh i got that okay five plus five and if i write on my you know my quiz when i'm a second grader nine and it comes back wrong. Remember, young Jordan, that's ten. Okay, I learned from that because that's never going to change ever again, right? Five plus five is always going to be ten. In football, there's all these dang freakish athletes out there doing stuff you've seen before, but human decisions come into play. We're like that guy. Okay, on this defensive look, if I'm an offensive lineman and the the will linebacker is in the hip, you know, outside of the defensive end, oh, he's tension. I learned from that. Remember that last time I didn't cut him off? And, you know, well, now this guy might just decide, even though he's supposed to, he might decide, I'm going to go outside this time just for the heck of it. Right. So you can get wiser and more experienced, but you still can throw five picks or give up a sack fumble, even the best of them can, Jake. And that's why people like it, I think. Right. It's not predictable. Right. You never know what's going to happen. Did you watch the game? So we record on Friday, airs on Friday last night, Seahawks versus Cardinals. Um, I I, no, I was we, able to watch things.
2: the second half.
1: My buddy Greg Olson, I know he's not yeah. a Panther right now, but he'll be remembered as one brutal ruptured. You know immediately, right? When it's like I thought Achilles, but then when he didn't grab the Achilles, I thought man, it must be something. Did he break his foot again? Ruptured planter. That's gotta hurt. But they're saying okay. Jake, maybe he could be back yeah. for a late play, a long playoff run. What do you think? I. Well, I vividly
2: remember in training camp, I think 2006, Chris Mangum tied in 10 years, his last year. And you know how Chris was, he never said a word, just did his work. Well, he couldn't run in camp. He had a plantar fascia injury. And I remember, I want to say it was Ryan Vermillion telling him, or maybe Dr. Bob Anderson, the renowned foot doctor, listen, you're either going to rest it or it's got to pop, it's got to go. And if it goes, it'll repair itself. And so chris would try to run as hard as he could to try to get it off to <laughs> so he could get over uh, it and so i'm wondering if if that's going to give how long greg's been battling this and maybe you could do some research or we'll get our staff our research staff uh to talk to greg's people and find out how long this has been bothering him and what's the timetable to return but it can't feel well, good just like a pop uh, burn all on your foot at the same time no
1: i i texted him quite early. And then I realized he's on Pacific time. So it was even earlier, just, I felt sick when he went down because that's, you know, I mean, in his 14th year on a new team, it's like, man, you know, there's a lot of stuff going through your head when that happens. But I just said, that's tough. I love you, man. And he, you know, he texted me back at a normal time when I want someone should be texting, he texts me back, you know, brutal pop or, you know, like, it's my plan or whatever. And I just, the only thing I offered up, Jay, because you know how people are feeling when they get hurt, I said, just, if you need a willing ear to be there for a hardcore bitch session, I'm your guy. (laughs) It's like, sometimes that's what you need is just to unload the woe is me onto someone else, right? When you know you can't say it around anybody else. so. I told him, give me a call if he needs it. That's the best thing I felt like I could offer Jake. Because nobody wants to hear it. But if you can get somebody just to let you feel sorry for yourself for a minute, sometimes that helps.
2: So my next question, do you think he will call?
1: Oh, probably not. He's pretty busy right now, you know.
2: Will you you tell him just to flush
1: it? I will. You know what? If he calls, listen here, Greg. You're going to learn from it, okay? You're going to learn from it, okay? (laughs) Next thing what you're going to do is you're going to flush that darn planter and then Planner. you know what you're just gonna you're gonna rub your hands together and you're gonna move on and then i'm gonna say credit jake Malone
2: and that'll that'll
1: that thing he'll probably be I'm, back in two weeks
2: i'm sure that's gonna <laughs> go over great, <laughs> you're the, you're the great.
1: Okay, yeah exactly back,
2: back to the game last night so you know how we hear crowd noise if we're watching it on television you you hearing some well that's not played in the stadium whatsoever and there's no I there's see. no one there how can arizona jump offside so much when there's there's no crowd noise it this, I, I just <sighs> can't understand that can you explain that what goes through no. these offensive line the, the mind of an offensive lineman sometimes
1: what's because i'm yeah. blaming it on well, the a lot lineman. remember I mean, first I, thing I, we're most I'm, the number one, yeah the number one thing we're most worried about we've already went over this is a sack from all in the end zone so that's always in your mind even if you're like on the one yard line going in you're just still thinking don't give up a sack fumble in the end zone right (laughs) now um uh what goes into that jake well if it would if it would have been a new quarterback i would have said and i'm not just being funny here but whenever there's a new quarterback there's always cadence problems right but throw that out the window because kyler was in there every game there's a you know the cadence is rhythmic so nobody's having to go on silent count in the nfl right now because there's no crowd noise as you said but so the cadence is rhythmic right 80 wide 80s 80, so and that pause from the second wide 80 to the set hut is i mean th- that is mathematics there jake like you you cam matt moore whoever you know my court Vinny testa everybody had their cadence down to where it was predictable and that's the advantage we have as offensive players right so sometimes, right. I mean, you've done this, every quarterback's done it, you'll be in white eighty, and you'll start to see like the secondary move. Right? right. And it'll catch your attention for a moment. So you'll go, instead of doing white eighty, white eighty shut, you'll do white eighty, white eighty, And that's enough right there to make us jump because we're like, you know, cattle out there. We're yeah. trained to do the same thing over. Ours. So maybe that was some of it, okay? Pass protection is a stressful situation, Jake, even for the best of them. We've already talked about that today. So there's always an opportunity for somebody to jump or flinch off of defensive movement, especially when you're pass blocking because you've got to get out of your stance, tackles in particular, faster than the defender does because number one, he's faster than you. He's going forward, you're going backwards. So you're you're a loaded gun when you know you're one-on-one in pass pro, okay? Um, other opportunities are when your teammate next to you makes a call during the cadence, right? So like say, Travell Wharton and I, we played together for nine years. We had as good of probably as chemistry as there. I mean, there's probably somebody that, that was higher than us at some point, but we're in NFL standards, quite great uh, chemistry, right? Like I, I knew what he was thinking most time. Well, maybe let's say Travell's in his stance, here comes the quarterback white 80. And I see that the defense is going to be pinching, right? Well, if I'm a bonehead, I could say, check, pinch, check, pinch. Okay. Correct. And that might happen during white 80, white 80, check, pinch, check, pinch. Well, that's going to make uh, Travel jump off sides for sure. Right? So, there's always the and then there's just the. i thought it was on one i forgot that it was on two you've made fun of me about that numerous times right but that happens as well so i mean it could be a million things jake normally when you see a lot of uh, procedure penalties by offensive linemen there's a elevated worry about the people they're blocking so you're stressing yeah you're yeah you're stressing about who's across from you and you're not thinking clearly okay i know
2: we're going deep into o-line thinking and stuff but what yeah. about, and just is just to inform the uh, millions of listeners, what about right. a quick count where you get up there and
1: it's blue go or set hunt? Did you yeah. like quick counts? I did, lines? but I learned I did. They're harder to time, right? They're hard. So jumping, yeah. getting off fast is your advantage as an offensive player, right? So if you are just, okay, so say it's a home game or an away game during COVID, which I didn't experience, but where you're using your normal cadence. If I'm looking, I'm left tackle and I'm looking at the defender, the right defensive end, the defense's right D and the guy I'm blocking. If I'm looking at him and we're on quick count, I and I have no uh, trigger warning me that we're about to snap the ball. Okay. Okay. So what I started figuring out like that was taking away my advantage. So I would adjust my my uh, vision to where I could see peripherally you or whatever quarterback get up under the center. Because you quarterbacks, like I know when you're going to at least start thinking about snapping it. You come up, you look around, right? Now you crouch down, you get under center. So if we're on quick count, as soon as that crouch down happened, I know the next thing I hear, I'm moving. So I loved it. So that was great. <laughs> Less likely to jump off sides there. But you had to – you had to learn, uh, and especially in silent, and you know, silent count when we were in, Nord- in loud games, Jake, I would totally use peripheral. And I would say, you would always do your cadence, you would always say in loud games when we weren't going on silent, you would always look to the right. Yeah. You look to the left. Correct. Yeah. You would look to the right, and then you'd look to the left. And then you'd, you so you'd say like wide 80 to the right, wide 80 to the left, and then forward for set hunt. Right. So I would look as a tackle, I would look, and when you move, I couldn't hear anything, but when you moved your head to the right under center, I knew the cadence was starting. Exactly. So then I basically okay. just time it. So well, that was a really I long re- answer. But...
2: Yeah, but that was good. I think it's, you know, it gives people an understanding. And because, yeah. and we don't know if this is going to be true or not, you know teddy hasn't practiced the last couple of days and we're recording this before friday's practice so is there a possibility of a new cadence coming out of the carolina panther backfield on sunday is it going to be pj walker or will greer so that's something that um it's going to be interesting to see if that plays out uh this weekend against detroit
1: well yeah and a lot of moving parts up front right so coons yeah looks like he'll be out again He's been out, so there's been multiple players playing left tackle. Uh, our right guard, Miller, he's probably out. So there, there's a big opportunity for some missteps happening with Cadence. Talk about those quarterbacks, though, Jake. So let's, well, let's say – Teddy's playing. All right, nothing to talk about. Let's say he's not playing. Now, you know, PJ Walker's the only guy who's too many passes this year eight passes, 15 yards, uh, three completions. Greer, you know, 0 2 last year as a starter. So, you know, what do we do? Well, that's the thing that I am so, I, I can't wait to see. And I think the
2: question, Mark, for me is who are we going to see? Is it going to be PJ, uh, who I've seen some this year? Albeit I'll, I'll it's when Teddy might have got nicked up in that Atlanta game. And then again, last week, um, so games kind of, I want to say out of it, so to speak. So it's not a true setting or Will Greer who started last year in ND and that didn't go well. And then against the saints, the last game of the season, and that didn't go well. So new staff, um, new opportunity, uh, for if it's Will or if it's PJ. So I'd like to see them with a whole week's work of practice, which we're not privy to this information. I don't know if it was split reps or if one person got the majority of the reps. So there should be more of a comfort level. And let's face it, the team we're playing, it, it's not the Tampa Bay Buccaneer defense. It's the defense that has struggled uh, this year and the team that, is, that has struggled. They've been in some games, but they've, they've struggled some. So uh, I don't know who it's going to be, but whoever it may be, I hate you know when people will say, oh, you think they'll have a chance to be a, uh, a quarterback for the future? I don't know. I mean, we don't know. I mean, you need multiples of games to see if you're going to be that guy. But I just want to see somebody not turn the ball over, be in command. You have to command the offense. No, get in and out the huddle. Line up people correctly. Get your motions, your motion declaration points. Know the play clock. Get rid of the ball on your hots. And just kind of get some life, Get that team going. And that's whoever it may be if Teddy can't go. That's
1: that's what I want to see. You'd have to think, though, with the way that they've run the depth chart thus far, P.J. Walker's been the first man in when Teddy's come out. So, I mean, lo- logically, you'd think there was a slight advantage to P.J., Definitely, I mean, you'd like to know what they're saying in the QB room, right? So I know that Teddy practiced and, and Coach will said they're proceeding. He's preparing as if he's going to play. So let's say Teddy's taking some reps. Let's say Will's taking some reps and PJ's all taking reps. Jake, that if, if it ends up being Will Greer as the starter and you could run the clock back, rewind time, you'd give all those reps all week to Will, wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. You want him to be able to call you want to hear the cadence
2: you want the players to hear his cadence um, whenever we we do a great job with motions we motion curtis from in the backfield to outside from outside wide to in the backfield things like that get it all timed up and you'd like to have some of that
1: well now, okay so okay oh go ahead finish now i was going to ask more detroit lions questions if you got something else you hit it
2: No, I just, okay, I was thinking, and I had an alert on my watch a little bit ago saying that Taysom Hill is going to start for the Saints. And all week long, all you heard was Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston. So they're playing the Atlanta Falcons, and Atlanta is probably scheming up what they're going to do, you would assume, for Jameis. So, you know, is there gamesmanship going on with us? Is Teddy going to be able to go? And he's limited or not practicing much, but the coaches feel comfortable with him going into a game. So they try to prepare for P.J. and our will. So is there some type of gamesmanship going on in that
1: regard? And I was just thinking of that. That was just kind of my thoughts. Taysom Hill starting, though, that could be meeting like four Wildcat plays. And then they go back to Jameis, right? And the Saints could do that. it, It could. That's just a weird dynamic anyways, though, with how much Taysom Hill got you know, paid in the off season, And then Jameis was the number two last week when Drew came. And that – how do you value – I mean, this is real off topic, but how, how do you value Taysom Hill as a quarterback when they run the ball every time he's in? They pull Drew Brees out of the game. It's just a – I mean, we'll be talking about this when we play him again, but it's just a weird – it's a weird dynamic, Jake.
2: It It, it is,
1: and I've <laughs> – I talked to some of the people
2: with the Saints last year on the field before the last game of the season and asked them both about Teddy and our Jameis. And And, and listen, they spoke glowingly of Teddy. They just said, he's going to be outpriced for us. And, and they knew that, and he, and he would have been. But they talked about Taysom, and they said, you know what? This, this staff believes in him. They think he can be the franchise quarterback. So, um, I, I don't know. I'm anxious to watch that game also. So, but yeah, well. hopefully, I can watch. Hopefully, I can watch the highlights of it or whatever after the Panthers get a win against Detroit. That's,
1: right. that's, yeah, that's, I that's agree with hope. that. So, give me before we let you go here, Jake, and I, you know, I know you got important things to do. Talk about the Lions. Matt Stafford's in question. He finished the game last week with this thumb injury. Uh, evidently, it's not too bad, but you don't know. So, would it be Chase Daniel? I'm guessing behind him. They've got. The Marvins, right? Marvin Jones, Marvin Hall can run the or can catch the ball, stretch the field pretty well. But like you said earlier, the Lions' defense is different than what the Panthers faced last week in the Bucks. They're third worst in the NFL in yards per game allowed on the ground. So give me give me what you wanting to see from the Panthers this week, irregardless of who's at quarterback. Jake, what's the formula? The formula is this: we have to make the other
2: team punt. We're, we're, we're not seeing the other team's punter a great deal. So we need to make the other team punt the football and limit their possessions, which is so easy to say every week. But sustain drives offensively. Whoever is going to play quarterback for us, get the playmakers involved, try to establish some type of run game with the musical chairs that's happening up front. But listen, that's the NFL. It's the survival of the fittest. Um, and we got to win the turnover battle. But Jordan, big thing for me, we, we need we need to stop teams defensively. We we need to stop some teams and make them punt the football to us, um, and and give our offense a chance, really and truly, to get plays. Because think about it, Jordan. If we're averaging forty to forty five plays a game on offense, and the other team's averaging, you know, sixty to sixty five plays a game, well, every third game the defense is playing an extra game because they're playing so many more snaps. So I mean, that's where we need to. We we need to get improvement in that in that regard.
1: All right. Well, I'll hope for a lot of punting as well, Jake. When we're three and seven, I'll hope for whatever it takes to get a win. So let's go punter. You know, let's wear out the lions specialist by the end of the game. Uh, Jake, I we're we're recording early next week. Okay. So for those that normally tune in on Friday uh to catch us, the heads up, it might air Wednesday or Thursday being Thanksgiving week. I'm excited to talk to you next week, Jake, about your Thanksgiving plans and all of that stuff. But in the meantime, I'm going to let you go, Jake. This is the Jordan and Jake podcast, powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care your way. Be good, Jake. Take care.
0: Jordan and Jake, powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way.